Hello, this is Suzanne. So, I am revamping my podcast for the readings of the Word. And we will be reading through the Bible in a year. I have a plan to go by. Also, I will be reading from the Spiritual Warfare Bible, which is the modern English version. Just so you have an... um, an update on this new year and we're doing new things and trying new things so I hope you enjoy um, how I have restructured the readings of the word and um, hopefully this year I'll be able to get more interviews in and we're planning um you know, more um, sit down and chit chat type podcasts. So I pray you have a blessed day and let's get this done. Hi, my name is Suzanne Urban and welcome to Pioneering Women Warriors Network. And this is your podcast for encouragement, through the word and empowering women with interviews and scriptures. Before we um, listen in to today's episode, you can find these podcast episodes on my WordPress blog at suzannespodcast.wordpress.com. chapter 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God said you shall not eat of any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit from the trees of the garden, but from the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you will not eat of it, nor will you touch it, or else you will die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you surely will not die, for God knows that on the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for fruit, for food, that it was pleasing to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. The Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard your voice in the garden and was afraid because I was naked. So I hid myself, and he said, 
Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What have you done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all livestock and above every beast of the field. And you will go on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and because your offspring and her offspring, between your offspring and her offspring, He will bruise your head, and you will bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth, and in pain you will bring forth children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground on account of you. In hard labor you will eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it will bring forth for you, and you will eat the plants of the field by the sweat of your face, and you will you will eat bread until you return to the ground. Because out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you will return. A man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. The Lord God made garments of skins for both Adam and his wife, and clothed them. The Lord God said, The man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. He drove the man out, and at the east of the Garden of Eden... He placed the cherubim and a flaming sword which turned in every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. Chapter 4 Adam had relations with his wife Eve, and she conceived, gave birth to Cain, and said, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. Then she gave birth again to his brother Abel, And Abel was a keeper of flocks, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. Abel also brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had respect for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and for his offering... He did not have respect. And Cain was very angry 
and his countenance fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, shall you not be accepted? But if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. It desires to dominate you, but you must rule over it. Cain told Abel his brother, and it came about when they were in the field that Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. The Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And then he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. From now on, when you till the ground, it will not yield for you its best. You will be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. Then Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. You have driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from your face will I be hidden, and I will be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. So the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance will be taken on him sevenfold. Then the Lord put a mark upon Cain, so that no one finding him would kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had relations with his wife, and she conceived and gave birth to Enoch. He built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. So Enoch was born Irad, and Irad <coughs> was the father of Mehujael, and Mehujael was the father of Methushael, and Methushael was the father of Lamech. Lamech took two wives. The name of one was Ada, and the name of the other, Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock. His brother's name was Jubal and was the father of all those who play the harp and flute. Zillah gave birth to Tubal Cain, a forger of every tool of bronze and iron, the sister of Tubal Cain and Namah. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. You wives of Lamech, and listen to my speech. For I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man who hurt me. If Cain will be avenged sevenfold, then truly Lamech seventy-sevenfold. Adam had relations with his wife again, and she had another son and called his name Seth. For she said, God has granted me another offspring instead of Abel, because Cain killed him. So Seth also was born a son, and he called his name Enosh. At that time, men began to call on the name of the Lord.
Preparing for Spiritual Warfare. Five Basic Rules of Spiritual Warfare. By Ken Abraham. Out of his book, Stand Up and Fight Back. Eve was out walking around all by herself one day when the devil approached her with the subtly worded question, Has God said, You shall not eat of the tree of the garden? Genesis 3.1 Right then and there, Eve should have shut the devil down and told him to keep quiet, but she didn't. She entertained his question and entered into a discussion with the devil, a conversation Manipulated and controlled by Satan. Although she didn't know it at the time, as far as we know, she had never seen or heard from the devil before this. Eve violated the first five basic rules of spiritual warfare. 1. Never enter into a dialogue with the devil on his terms. If you are being tempted or taunted by the devil or one of his demons, do what Jesus did. He answered Satan's snide remarks by saying, Get away from here, Satan, for it is written. Matthew 4.10 Jesus wasn't taking any lip from the devil. Instead, he used the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, Ephesians 6.17, and answered the devil directly from the scriptures. You can do the same. Number two, never enter... Never ever entertain devilish thoughts about God's goodness. Maybe as Eve considered Satan's suggestion, she said to herself, Yes, that's right. I mean, after all, why did God put that forbidden fruit in front of my face anyhow, right where I have to see it every day? It's just not fair. It's almost if, as if God wants me to fail. We all have doubts from time to time. Often our doubts can lead to stronger faith in Jesus Christ, especially when you are grappling with issues or how your faith and reason fit together. To question why bad things happen to good people or to, or to doubt it is not sin. But when we allow these questions to turn into unbelief, unbelief it is an insult to God. Number three. Never, ever feel that you need to defend God. That's what Eve tried to do when she entered into a conversation with the devil. Certainly, you need to know what and why you believe. Furthermore, you should never back off from bearing witness for Christ, even if it costs you in the eyes of your family, friends, or co-workers. Eve probably thought she was doing a good thing, by sticking up for God in the face of the devil. Poor Eve, she didn't realize that God was not threatened by the devil's derelict accusations. But she was. It's easy to second-guess and to be critical of Eve. Looking back with the benefit of time and the rest of biblical revelations, but she had no idea how deadly it could do be to fool around with the devil. Never, ever deny God's word. That's number four. 
Adam and Eve first violated this rule back in the Garden of Eden, when Satan saw that Eve's confidence in God's goodness had been shaken. He became even bolder in his attack upon her. He blatantly denied the authority of God's word. You can almost hear him sneering, You surely will not die. Genesis 3-4 The devil was lying again. God had specifically told Adam and Eve that if they tasted of the forbidden fruit, they would die. Genesis 2-17 Now the devil was attempting to get Eve to doubt God's word and the seriousness of the consequences disobedience would bring. He tries to do the same thing to you and me. Once we concede God's goodness, Satan encourages encourages us to take the next step, short step, to doubting and disbelieving God's word. Number five, never ever doubt God's motives. Eve took the next step toward destruction when she allowed the devil to talk her into doubting that God wanted the best for her. This was a direct attack upon God's character. Did you notice the double whammy the enemy lays on Eve? First of all, he insinuates that God is holding out on her. He hints that there are all sorts of pleasures she has never experienced because that big bad God of hers doesn't want her to know about them. The devil has probably spoken something similar to you from time to time. Satan suggests an entire array of pleasures, all of which imply there's a whole lot more to life than what you are experiencing. Merely going to church, reading your Bible, and living that boring Christian life, God is keeping back the best stuff from you. Beyond that, Satan makes it sound so easy to obtain life's goodies. The second part of the devil, devil's double whammy is even more seductive. You will be like God. Let's quit, quit kidding ourselves. There can only be one God of our life and mine, Jesus Um, Jesus, Satan, or yourself cannot occupy the same throne. You must choose every day who will be God in your life. Matthew 2 Now when they departed... The angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and escape to Egypt. And stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to kill him. When he rose, he took the young child and his mother by night, and departed into Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod, to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, was utterly furious and sent forth and killed all the male children who were in Bethlehem 
and the surrounding region from two years old and under, based on the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet. In Ramah, a voice was heard grieving and weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she would not be comforted because they are no more. But when Herod had died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. And he rose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. And when he heard that Archelaus reigned in Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Nevertheless, being warned by God in a dream, he withdrew to the region of Galilee, and he went and lived in a city called Nazareth. That was that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness, chapter 3. In the days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness... Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. The same John had clothing made of camel's hair, a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us tear off their bonds and cast away their ropes from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord ridicules them. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his burning anger. I have installed my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will declare and decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. This day have I begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You will break them with a scepter of iron. You will dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now then, you kings be wise, be admonished, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, tremble with trepidation. Kiss the sun, lest he become angry and you perish in the way. For his wrath kindles in a flash. Blessed are all who seek refuge in him.
Proverbs 1, 7 through 9. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the teaching of your mother, for they will be a garland of grace on your head and chains about your neck. Thank you for tuning in today and we shall see you tomorrow.